0: I learned this small tidbit about using the Dream 100 that I think is going to make a big difference. How can personal trainers, fitness coaches, independent gym and supplement shop owners get more clients? My name is Tyson, and this is the Marketing Fitness Podcast. I'm running a startup called Black Label Supplements, and I'm on a mission to find which marketing strategies will help our retailers and brand ambassadors be most successful. If they win, we win. All right, so to get into this little tip, holy smokes, oh my gosh, sorry guys. Uh, I just realized, so I just came out to my car and I am sitting here, it's freezing outside, so I'm, I'm warming it up before I take off and I have a huge hole in my pants like down in my crotch. Uh, so I'm gonna have to, I uh, just was like, man, it's kind of breezy down there and kind of feeling like something wasn't right. So I felt down in like right, the crotch area in my pants and there was a huge hole. How oh, man, I just yeah, glad I'm not working with people. I don't know how long it's been there or if people have noticed it, but yeah, anyway. So to get into my, my quick little story for today, um, I learned that as you, one of the best ways to benefit from the Dream 100 and you be effective with the Dream 100 is to find people that are at your level or maybe just above your level and try to work your way in there. Uh, one example I was thinking of is, so in, in our industry with the supplements, right, finding high level functional fitness athletes that are have a huge influence so jason kalipa for example is huge in the crossfit world he's like d-man um there's other functional fitness influencers and trainers and different things like that that are just w- super high one of the people i have on my list is prx performance they make at home and the the ceos of prx performance uh, Brad and Ryan, I believe, is the other guy's name, but they are, and I totally hope I got those right because I'm drawing a blank on their last names, and now that I said it, it's not sounding right, and that may not be their names. Anyway, you guys know I'm talking about. PRX Performance, they make at-home foldable gym racks, and they're so sweet, guys. I'm serious. They're, they're awesome. They're on Shark Tank, and they've just blown up. They're in Fargo, North Dakota, which is a very similar-sized town to... Chubbuck where we're at here in Idaho Um, so they're on my dream 100 list but they have I mean they've been on Shark Tank they've got tons of people trying to, to mimic what they're doing and they're growing a massive company that is just continuing to grow so the opportunity and the chances for me some no names in a very small startup supplement company to get in front of them initially is going to be really tough. And not to say I'm not going to try. And I have a relationship from a while back that I may try to leverage uh, to get in there. But that's kind of the whole point, right? So I know a lady that works at PRX. And I would built somewhat of a relationship with her a few years ago. And instead of me going directly to the CEO and the owners and trying to work my way in there... I'll go ahead and try to work my way in with this lady I've already built somewhat of a relationship with. And then once I build a continue to build that relationship with her, then I can ask if she would introduce me next step up the tier to a better uh, to the higher, higher level relationship with the the CEO of PRX. Because if we could, man, if we could get in and have them endorse black label supplements, it would be huge so the point that I've I've found that I learned is um, I usually like look at this and I try to find these big on my list I have these huge influencers like they have hundreds of thousands of followers and then I heard a story about and I related to it about how famous people or or celebrities not even celebrities but people that have a lot of followers also get a lot of messages they want a lot of a, People want a lot of attention from them. And it related to me when I went to Rio for the Paralympic Games, um, walking around in different places where it was a public setting, and people would ask for your autograph, ask for pictures. And at first, you're like super stoked. You're like, woo, I'm giving my autograph. I feel cool. But then you start to realize, okay, I've been standing here for an hour taking pictures and giving autographs to people, and I got to go, and I'm exhausted, and I have to compete the next day or whatever and then you, you got to cut them off and be rude and so from then on like I would try to to avoid people and I would sign autographs and take pictures here and there but I really did not want to get caught up in that half hour, hour, two hour type thing and not to be rude to people but um I think that's the same thing that happens with these well-known people that are in the fitness industry is you know if if I message them how do I know there wasn't 50 other people that messaged them similar requests that day or that week or 100 or 200 or 300? And that's one of the things that I got when I um, went to PRX originally. I tried to work my way in on the social media channel and they it was kind of working. I was like, cool, this is working. And then After I was like, "Hey, do you guys do collaborations?" He's like, "Man, if we took every collaboration, this is a social media manager." He's like, "We get hundreds of collaboration requests a day, and that's just not feasible for us because, you know, it's it doesn't make sense for us." So I have to work my way in another way, and get in there. The long story short is, I need to find people that are. In similar boats to black label supplements as far as list size and follower size as well as people just above us so what I've lined out for us is that 10,000 follower to 50,000 follower area on Instagram specifically and then in podcasts I'm looking for podcasts that are those are hard because you really don't know how many people are listening to them so with podcasts, I'm kind of shooting in the dark, but just based on the quality and, and the host and how many followers the host might have and their credentials, I can start to figure out, okay, who's some who's a podcaster that might be willing to listen to my messages? And sometimes I'm going to uh, be way off and they're going to be way too big for us or they'll be way too small. Uh, and, but then there's other times where you might not think an influencer would be willing to work with you or somebody on your Dream 100 list because they're way too big, but every once in a while you, you go through and um, try to work with them and maybe something good happens, right? But generally speaking, is to be very effective with my time, which I've wasted, I don't know if I felt wasted, but I haven't spent it very well lately, so I'm really honing in on, I think I'm going to hone in, specifically on Instagram, like 10 to 20 people that I really want to work with, that are just above the tier as us, or any equal level as us, and I'm gonna hit it hard for the next 14 days or so, and try to work with them, and then if I get some ins there, then I'll, I'll go forward with it. If I don't, then I'll fall 10 to 20 more. And then as we grow our email list and our social following, then I'll be start reaching out to more people, and as I gain awareness, I'll start reaching out to more people. Um, I'm really excited because the Masters CrossFit community is one of our focuses. Um, being in the age groups of 30 to 50 year olds, which is where we we focus a lot of our effort, and the Legends competition, who I had Joe on, talking about that, like they're getting started, so they don't have a mass. They're not the CrossFit Games, right? If I went to CrossFit Games, they're going to say, okay, here's this millions of dollars requirements. But with with Joe, you know, he's building his audience, and that's a perfect um, tier for us to be in. So I want to get in with him, start working with him, and work out a partnership with him. And then as we grow, and they grow, we could keep going, and then maybe we get to the point where we go to a Wadapalooza or a a CrossFit competition that's popular, but it's not as popular as CrossFit Games. And then we keep working our way in, and as we build our list and get popularity, then we work our way up to the next level, and then eventually get to the CrossFit Games. And the same thing in other functional fitness um, markets that we're looking at and we're, we're trying to get into. So that is a big lesson that I learned to wrap this all up, is to find people in My Dream 100 that are a tier the same tier as me or the tier just above me and try to leverage their relationships serve them and then be able to build from there and then go to the next tier and the next tier and the next tier until I get to the ultimate dream 100 partnership so i think it's i'm going to have the the ultimate partnerships on my list but my focus is going to be on these tiers that are small going forward cuz it's going to save time And just quick note, speaking of time, I finally pulled the plug today on ClickFunnels and I'm so depressed about it because I love that software and I just there's a couple things I mentioned in the last episode that wasn't working for me or at least because of time wouldn't work for me. And so now I'm just back into Shopify trying to find alternatives and um, just spending the whole day finding a great affiliate program, and there's, I got it narrowed down to two, and I signed up for a free trial on one, um, because just the, learning software sucks. And once I get it, and once I'm familiar with it, it's going to be great. But just having to go back and relearn, I know in the long run it's going to be better. But man, it's it's a frustrating to have to keep doing that. Same thing with there's some upsell apps that I'm excited to try, but at the same time. I almost just might pick some and hope for the best and then if they don't work I'll just switch again but I'm trying to save as much time and spend as much time on building relationships and growing the brand and less time worrying about technology and how that fits in because um, for me personally that can really get me caught up and I don't want to do that because I believe in the brand and I want to get it out there in people's hands and and in people's uh, gyms so Hope you all have a great day and we'll catch up soon. Thank you for listening to the Marketing Fitness Podcast presented by Black Label Supplements. If you are a personal trainer, fitness coach, independent gym or supplement shop owner with a successful marketing tip, let us know by commenting on this episode. You could be our next guest.